Today on episode number 574, we're going to look at the question, are podcasters entertainers? I'm going to share some thoughts about some concerts I saw this weekend and how it pertains to podcasting. We've got some quick news about Spotify. The podcast awards are open, and we've got a Because of My Podcast story. Hey, this is Doug from King's X, and if you like what you hear, go tell someone, and may the groove be with you. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I am your very own personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in if you're new to the show. I help you massage your message. I help you tackle that technology, help you face your fears and flatten that learning curve and not just get you podcasting, but get you podcasting right. How do I do that? By giving you instant access to me and my 12 years of experience. If you'd like to check it out, go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-A-S-T-E-N. ER, and that will save you off your first course or your first month. Well, speaking of listeners, if you are a regular listener of the show, you know I often play a clip from the song Go Tell Someone by the band King's X. And I actually saw that band last night. And uh, I'm going to be sharing some things. And, and we're going to talk today about being entertaining. Yeah, being entertaining, you're like, Dave, I am not entertaining. And I'm like, well, let's talk about that, shall we? If you look up dictionary.com and look up the word entertain, it says to hold the attention of pleasantly or agreeably, to divert or amuse. Do I amuse you like a clown? How does that work, right? So we want to hold people's attention. That's what entertaining means. You can hold someone's attention. And this weekend, now it sounds weird because I'm going to talk a lot about concerts, but bear with me. If you're new to the show, I'm going to bring this around because there was a really cool thing that this one band did that I was like, oh, yeah. So on Friday night, I saw Johnny Lang. Now, Johnny Lang is a kind of blues R&B guy. He started off very blues and he had his first major label debut when he was 15. The other band I saw is the band King's X, who's been around since 1980, back in the day when I saw them on the Headbangers Ball. Yes, on MTV, and everybody was like, what is MTV? It was the music station. Back then, children, yes, I watch my MTV. And so both these bands had videos on MTV, and back then, folks, that was all you needed, pretty much. So what does this have to do with podcasting, Dave? Well, now both these acts are kind of indie. They're not on major labels anymore. So here's some things I noticed. There's a, some things that, that I was like, mm, you know what? We, we have some things in common here. Number one, if you can have a crappy opening act. Now, the opening act for Johnny Lang had some guy come out, local guy. This is in Kent, Ohio. Yes, that Kent, the one with four dead in Ohio. Yeah, that Kent. And I was there. It was like five minutes from my house. And this guy came out, and he'd be like, hey, it's really great to be here. Uh, this song is called Milk Cow Blues. And then he literally sounded like this. I go get my dog on, and you don't know how, how, how. Mojo hand, yeah. And I was like, what? He was awful. And there's a thing called Delta Blues, which basically, if you were to translate, if you went back to dictionary.com, it would just say, every song sounds the same. 
It was horrendous. Now you're like, Dave, what does this have to do with podcasting? We have a lot of crappy opening acts. Case in point, let me point you at this podcast. Yes, I'm throwing someone under the bus. Check it out. Nightcast. Yeah. Nightcast, baby. Nightcast with a little bit of bourbon pineapple. Bourbon pineapple. Now, here's the deal, guys. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking pineapple juice. Mikey, what the f*** is wrong with you? Pineapple belongs in the trash. And you'd be right. It's not true. Listen. Have you read that fresh it, pineapple? Have it, you read fresh it, pineapple? Could you shut your f-ing mouth? You shut your f-ing ugly f-ing mouth, you f-ing, You ugly We're getting pizza probably later. Ah, uh, uh, there we go. That's a pretty crappy opening act. And this is the kind of stuff that's being made today. Now, for the record, nothing wrong with that. If you don't mind horrible audio quality. And basically, now you might say, Dave, did you take that out of the middle of their podcast? No, no. That was actually how their podcast started off. And let's just put it this way. I'm not their target audience. So so that's the good news. That's what you're up against. Come on, you can do better than that, can't you? I think you can. Now, you also, you need to know what you're going to say. Both these bands have what are called set lists. And it's the list of songs in the order they're going to be played. And it's only a game plan and, and can be changed. And I'll talk about that here in a second. But when they hit the stage, they have a pretty good idea of what's going to happen in the next 60 to 90 minutes. Now, as a podcaster, you should have a pretty good idea of what you're going to say when you press record. I know because I just typed most of this up and I'm now looking at bullet points. And I know you kind of go, well, Dave, doesn't everybody know what they're going to say when they press record? And I'm here to say, no, they don't. Because I hear a lot of pre-game chatter like, hey, do you want to talk about such and such? I don't know. Yeah, that'd be cool. Actually, I wanted to talk about the thing in the New York Times, which is not a bad conversation to have off microphone. Then press record once you figure out what you're going to do. I'm not making this up. And it's not like the guys in King's X are going to have this like, ladies and gentlemen, King's X. And then Doug and Ty come out and look at each other and go, I don't know. You want to do Groove Machine? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, let's do that one. Okay. I mean, a band wouldn't do that. And yet I see podcasters doing that on a regular basis. I recently read a book by the original manager of Van Halen. And it's a great book. He he gives the whole skinny on basically how Eddie and Alex Van Halen are basically just children in adults' bodies. They're not very nice people. and uh, But they explained that when Van Halen went on a tour, they spent months recording their sh- or not recording but doing the same show over and over and over so that they would have a good flow they knew what was coming next and it just became second nature because when you have an audience you don't want to be making things up as you go along so this is why if you notice today I got right to this particular topic and this is what I'm here to say there's a reason that most news stories are like our top story today Because I could have said, well, let's talk about SoundCloud first. But really, most of you that listen to the show regularly, you kind of know what I'm going to say, don't you? And that's why it's going to be a very quick SoundCloud update. So put your good stuff up front because, again, our goal here is right to entertain. So we want to hold people's attention. So we're putting the good stuff up here. So keep that in mind. Keep the crowd engaged. Then the other one is be original. Johnny Lang has sounded like he was 15 going on 48 pretty much when he was out of the gate. Now, it's time for me to break the law. Dave's going to break the law. So do as I say, not as I do. Uh, I think I can get away with fair use on this. Please don't ask me about fair use. Just don't. Just here's the deal. Normally, don't play any music, but because I'm using this as an educational purpose, I think I can get by with that. Please remember that fair use is the defense you use when you're in court, and court is expensive. 
but I'm trying to explain what Johnny Lang sounds like, and it would be much easier if I just did this. So a very, very distinct voice, a lot of passion there. And with Johnny Lang, you don't have to go, is that Johnny Lang? When you hear him, you go, oh, that's Johnny Lang. Now, King's X, again, very original. Now, what did they do? They they tuned their guitars lower than anybody I know. And I can't remember if you're a musician or not, but if you are, uh, normal guitars are tuned to the note E. They tune to C, and for all the music nerds, it's drop D, only it's C, which means it growls. And so when they play things, it just sounds super duper heavy. And then their lead singer, Doug, who we just heard a minute ago, has this phenomenal voice with a phenomenal range. And they do cool stuff like this. So when you hear that, there's nobody going, Dave, are you sure that's not Motley Crue? No. We're all going, oh, man, that's King's X. So be original. And sometimes it doesn't mean you have to come up with something completely insane. You you can basically just think about this with King's X with just a few small twists on their instruments. They tune down a little bit more and it makes them very identifiable. You don't have to like completely blow up the box to think outside of it. Number four, listen to your audience. During one song, Johnny Lang did this thing that's called, I guess it's called scat singing. If you uh, if you ever listen to George Benson on Broadway and he starts doing the whole, that, that is scat singing. And for the record, I'm not a big fan. But Johnny Lang did some cool stuff and was singing so high that I think only dogs could hear. And the crowd was like, wow, that's amazing. And so, sure enough, now he listened to that. I'm sure he heard it because it was like, everybody was like, wow, that was cool. Because he normally doesn't do that. I think it was just kind of like, hey, I think I'll do some scat singing here. And so he did. And then later in the evening, he was like, you know, they liked that at the beginning. I'm doing it again. And you know what? The audience went, holy cow, he's doing it again. Are you kidding me? And the King's X fans, they have a lot of albums. Again, these guys go back to 1980. And this one guy kept saying, King, are you going to play King tonight, man? I was expecting somebody to scream like Freebird at any time then. And sure enough, uh, they did like their encore and they came out and I know they added this song because I was literally in the front row. Like when Doug came out to like do his cool rock star pose, he about hit me in the head with his bass. I mean... I could I could read his set list. So I know this song was not on the set list. And by the way, I took that when the thing was over. I have their set list. And uh, they added this song because that guy added it. So they listened to their audience and they didn't like remove a song. They added it like there were supposed to be whatever, three songs for the encore. They did four and they came out and did King. Now, the funny thing was is you could see Doug mouthing it to the audience. I don't remember how to play this song. 
and it was fun watching him to see it, it created this tension like, ooh, is he going to be able to, to remember it or is he going to mess it up? Is it a train wreck? And it was fine. But what it was, it made a fun moment where everybody there was saying, hey, were you there the night that Doug couldn't remember how to play King? Number five, and this was from the King's X show, and that is you're not going to make everyone happy. I was listening to Podcast Movement has, I think it's Podcast Movement Sessions. It's a podcast, and I was listening to it, and one of the guests that was on that show is, uh, yeah, Podcast, yeah, pod, I think it's PM Sessions, and they said, do you realize when you do a podcast, 30% of people are going to be like, oh, man, you are awesome. 30% of people are going to go, Ugh. exactly, and then 30% are going to go, meh. And so you're not going to make everybody happy. And there was this one doofus on the along, also in the front row, that kept requesting this really weird, obscure song from King's X. And he actually pushed people through. He had written on like a napkin, play Johnny, which was not one of their hits. It's from like one of their worst albums. And he like pushes everybody out of the way and throws it on top of the set list of the uh, guitar player. Well, you know, you you can't make everybody happy. So finally, this guy was being such a doofus that the lead singer had to say, look, we kind of have a set list and we're going to try to fit in what we can. But there are some songs we're just not prepared to play, like the weird, obscure one that you keep shouting at me every 10 seconds. Now, this other one is for those people who want to monetize your podcast. And I realize there are some of you that don't want to. And for the record, that's okay. But here's something that was really, really obvious. Johnny Lang's T-shirt was boring. It was very like, well, it's a concert shirt. Come on, you know what? I could ask you right now, uh, name me a concert shirt. And you're like, oh, is it like the one where they put the album cover on the front and then the dates on the back? And I'd go, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, they went that far out of the box. And look, I understand with the music business in a mess, musicians make a fair amount of their money from merchandise. And so for those people that want a keepsake of the concert, the traditional kind of album cover t-shirt, that'll do. Meanwhile, and for the record, I didn't see a whole lot of people beating down the door to buy the Johnny Lang t-shirt. Now, King's X, they have a really cool logo. They have like this X that's stretched kind of wide and then the word Kings in front of it. And they have a cool logo. Now, they also have this T-shirt that at the top of it says the First First Church of Rock and Roll. And at the bottom it says Established 1980. And on the back of the shirt it says May the Groove Be With You. Now, I would want to wear that shirt not because it's a concert T-shirt, because it's just a cool shirt. And that is the difference between, hey, I want this because it's a memento of that night, and I want something to remind me of that night. It was a really great concert. Or B, this just looks cool. And so having a cool logo, if you plan on monetizing something, you might want to think about when you're picking a logo for your your podcast, would this look cool on a T-shirt? Just something to think about. And uh, the other thing is you need to know when we talk about knowing your audience, in this instance, you need to kind of know that in the case of King's X, most of your audience is middle-aged dudes. So you better keep the extra large in stock because we are all rocking the dad bod hard. I'm just saying. Another thing you might want to keep in mind for your podcast, do not underestimate the power 
of you and the value of direct access. So this is for anybody doing a podcast that is doing it to boost like consulting or something where you are, again, are monetizing it. And if that monetization includes access to you. So with Johnny Lang, you can purchase what's called a VIP package. And this is nothing new. A lot of bands do this. A lot of bands charge insane amounts of money for this. With Johnny Lang, it was basically 100 bucks, And you got the typical stuff. You got to take a, a selfie with Johnny. You got a poster that was signed, guitar picks, commemorative laminate. And you got to go to soundcheck for a hundred bucks. So you're getting access that you normally don't do. Now, a lot of that uh, is not like you're hanging out with Johnny. So you're getting access that you normally don't get, but you're not really hanging out directly with Johnny for a ton of that. You are for some of that. So, uh, so, but nonetheless, that is a value. And I say that because I just had somebody sign up for the school of podcasting. And he was kind of explaining why he picked the school of podcasting over another online podcasting course that costs considerably more than mine. And it wasn't for the reason that mine was cheaper. He said, the cool thing is, and he knew this because he sent me a question and I emailed him back. He had direct access to me where other courses, they will send you to their Facebook group to get questions. And you can do that with the School of Podcasting. We do have a kick-butt Facebook group. But if you want to access me and you want to, want to ask me and get my opinion, not only do you have direct access, but you have a special link to get you kind of cutting in line in my inbox. So do not underestimate the power of you. And we're going to talk about that a little more here in just a second. Now, something else you you want to do that I saw that I was like, ooh, and that is don't lose your cookies. During the first few shows of the King's X part, uh, they had a microphone stand that was like, I don't know where it came from, but it was beat up. It was awful. And the lead singer, Doug, was trying to get it and move it down and this and that. And it just it was just trashed. And he's kind of a, a normal sound person who was really paying attention would have seen this and maybe come out and helped him. And when they didn't, Doug just grabbed the microphone stand and threw it to the ground. Now, was he upset? He kind of looked like it, but I don't think he was. I really think what he was doing was getting the attention of the sound crew saying, um, excuse me, but this mic stand is awful. And so what was cool is once they got a new mic stand, I actually saw him look at the sound guy because, again, I'm in the front row and say thank you. And he kept his cool and kept going on. So, you know, some rock stars might have actually walked off the stage. That was not the case. So when things don't go exactly the way you planned, hang tight. You know, he actually had a uh, a guitar strap break, you know, and was able to catch his guitar. And the sound guy came right out, put a new guitar strap on him. And he just said, hey, you know what? Everything's breaking tonight. Not a big deal. I'm here with you. It was cool. But here's the brilliant part. This was something that I was like, now we're talking. If you've ever been to any kind of amusement park, you know that no matter how you get on that ride and what that ride does, you know that when that ride is over, you're going to exit to the right as the new people are coming in on the left, and you're going to go through, you guessed it, the gift shop. And this was amazing. At the end of the show, they're done. They've done their encore, and... Doug, the lead singer from King's X, says, hey, y'all, we're going to go towel off, and then we're going to head over to the merchandise table where you can get pictures, selfies, merchandise, and anything else you want. 
Now, did this cost me an extra hundred bucks? No. And he even said it. He goes, after all, it's all about you. I have never seen a band. This is a band that opened up for ACDC. Now, granted, they were playing a place that was kind of tiny. In fact, I was kind of amazed at how tiny it was, but it was cool. And when you get a couple hundred people packed in there, it was a fun time. So it was just amazing that they did this. Now, I'm going to talk about this a little more in a second, but I I was at the very end of the line and I was kind of worried because I'm like, oh, you know what? They're going to do this for a half hour, cut the line, and I'm going to be out of luck. And I was talking to one of the guys that worked with them and he said, no, 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 no don't leave. He goes, the guys in the band stay till everyone is served, which was going to be about three or 400 people. And people were sitting there having conversations. Now they were kind of keeping people involved, you know, kind of like, Hey, hurry it up there, you know? So what was the result? Most of the people there got a lot of time to look at the merchandise while you're waiting for the line to move. Uh, They got to see other people buying the merchandise. And I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, this is brilliant. This is the law of reciprocity. Now, if you've never heard of that, the law of reciprocity says that if you do something nice for me, I kind of feel indebted to you to do something nice for you. Well, they were doing something nice for you. Free selfies. I'll sign anything you want. Come shake my hand, whatever you want. You get to go meet the guys that just rocked your face off. And what were they hoping? They were hoping that you would do something nice for them. And I did. I bought a $25 t-shirt. And then Doug did that soundbite for me. Super nice guys. I mean, they were, and I sat there and thought they had to just smile 400 times for a picture. Can you imagine on about, I don't know, picture number 38 going, if I have to go, you know, and do the rock star point and that whole, super nice guys. Now, Johnny Lang put on a great show. I Love his voice. He was a great guitar player. It's the most I've seen him really just wail on the guitar for a while. I can't wait for his new album. But I do want to comment on something I noticed. And again, I'm not putting down Johnny Lang here. How you make your living is up to you. Johnny had a VIP program. King's X lets you do basically a meet and greet at the merch booth afterwards. And for the record, most people were buying merch. And they even had a thing there. If you wanted to tip the band, you could. Right? Value for value. So I did notice this. I At the Johnny Lang show, I got there early. I'm standing out waiting for the doors to open. And basically, everybody I talked to, because they're all talking about, hey, have you ever seen this band? I saw that band. Yeah, man, it was cool. And everybody was from the Akron, Canton, Cleveland area, meaning it was about an hour from the location. For those of you that are like, what is a Cleveland? What's a Canton? No, it's about an hour from the location, right? And so there were a lot of fans it turns out, of this venue, because a lot of bands kind of either on their way up or on their way down visit this place called the Kent Stage. And so, and there were a lot of Johnny Lang fans there, but for the most part, in the few minutes I stood outside, everybody was from about an hour from the location. The next night, I go to Cleveland, and within the first five minutes, again, standing outside, waiting for the doors to open, I met people from New York which was about seven hours away, Indiana, which is about four hours away, and Columbus, which was, again, about four hours away. And people who had seen them, this is the first time I'd ever seen them. I've followed them since about 82, but this is the first show I've ever been to there. People there had seen them 10, 12, and 13 times. And so 
in the middle of the concert, without any prodding of the band, the King's X fans bellowed out the song with the singer, and this often led him to back away from the microphone, kind of in disbelief, like, I can't believe how loud this was. I was in the front row, and I probably had about 400 people behind me. And to hear a room of people drowning out the amplifiers that are basically a few feet away from me, that are basically you know blasting off my face, I, I was amazed that I could hear them over all the noise. And it obviously touched the singer as he was amazed at the enthusiasm of the crowd. It sounded like this. Now, this is from my phone. It's going to sound like caca, but you'll get what I'm talking about. I mean, it was pretty amazing. And it was, again, it truly touched the singer. And so... This enhanced engagement with their audience, is that the result of free meet and greets? I don't have any facts to prove this, but if I was a betting man, I would guess it might be true. Because really, the difference between good and great sometimes is simply doing those little things that other people don't want to do. That's what really makes you stand out. And in this case, these guys didn't have another gig for a week. They don't have any place to go. Why not hang around, make that face-to-face connection with your audience, give them something to share on Facebook, a picture. I've got a picture of me with the band that gets people tell. Today, everybody's like, hey, I went to this this concert last night. So when you can connect face-to-face with your audience and give them that connection, That's going to let you know them better. It's going to let you know what's resonating with them. Because I I heard people online going, man, that song really got me through this and this song, and I did this. And they found out what was really resonating with their audience. So face-to-face is the best. You can check out both bands. They're both great concerts, by the way. I I don't mean to slag Johnny Lang, but if I had to pick one of the two. Number one, I was amazed walking out of the Johnny Lang concert on Friday. And just completely blown away the fact that I got to meet the band on Saturday with King's X. Johnny Lang is J-O-N-N-Y Lang.com. King's X is KingsXRocks.com. Before we get to our Because of My Podcast story, I want to remind you, this is uh, kind of time sensitive. The podcast awards are now open for nominations. Now, I've been nominated, I think, at least seven times, if not more. And I'm asking you, if you feel so moved, if you get any kind of pleasure out of the show, please go over to podcastawards.com and nominate. You have to register first. That way they verify that you're an actual person. And then you can nominate the School of Podcasting in the technology category. Let's see if we can win one this time. We've been nominated multiple times, and I'm up for trying again, even though it's soul-crushing when I lose. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh, let's try again. Again, podcastawards.com. Now, let's hear from Nicole Van Hattem. That is H-A-T-T-E-M. And she does a show called Hot and Healthy Podcasts. You can find that at NicoleVanHattem.com. Uh, 
Hello, Dave. It's so exciting to be able to let you know that because of my podcast, I've been able to honor my mother's wishes. So parents know us really well. And one day I was quite stressed and overwhelmed with what am I supposed to be doing with my life? And my mum, in her very calm and clear manner said to me, oh, honey, just make money with your mouth. And after I stopped giggling to myself, I actually took a step back and thought about what she said and she was right. I'm really good at communicating and I'm really good at using my voice in order to inspire other people and get them to take action for change. And hence the podcast was offered to me, I think two days later, and I thought, absolutely, I totally need to do this. And that's what I've been doing. I've been interviewing people who with inspiring stories that can inform others motivate others and create a ripple effect. It also creates money for me because I'm a coach and it's a great way to attract people to my services and to share my knowledge with them. So because of my podcast, I've been able to honor my mother's wishes and take action on something that I really, really know is natural and good for me. And that is to create a business and a life I love by using my voice. So I do make money with my mouth. Awesome. Thank you, Nicole. Again, the show is called Hot and Healthy with Nicole Van Hattam. And I think podcasting is, I think every coach, any kind of somebody that is mentoring other people or you want to build a coaching business, I really don't understand why you wouldn't have a podcast to kind of flex off your muscles to say, look, I do know what I'm talking about. And like I say, People value having that direct access to you. Well, I kind of teased you at the beginning of the show that I was going to have a very quick update on SoundCloud. Now, the reason I say very quick is most people that have listened to the show know that I have been very weary of SoundCloud for many years telling people you need to leave. And then when they lost another 300 million, I'm like, no, seriously, you should leave SoundCloud. And then when the one of the first uh, key employees left the company. I'm like, this would be a good sign that it's time to leave. Yeah. So now what they're saying is they're going to consolidate its operations across its New York and Berlin offices. So there are some offices, they're basically laying off 40% of the workforce. Now, if that is not a big enough kind of red flag, hey, iceberg kind of thing, I don't know what is. So if you're using SoundCloud, As your sole media host, now is the time to leave. And if you feel like moving over to Libsyn, in full disclosure, I now work there after being a customer for 10 years, go to Libsyn.com. That stands for Liberated Syndication. The website is Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. And you can use the coupon code, even if you're not coming from SoundCloud, by the way, use the coupon code SOPFREE. That's SOP as in School of Podcasting, SOP free, and get a free month. Now is the time to uh, to leave. If you have any questions on that, feel free to go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact, and I would happy to uh, be happy to answer any questions you might have. And I want to remind you, every month, the last episode of the month, we do you and I, an episode that's based on the listeners of this show, we send in feedback and we all kind of 
listen to each other and get each other's opinions. And the last episode of July will be the 31st, which means I need this by Friday, July 28th. And the question for this month is, and this is only unfortunately for podcasters. So if you don't have a podcast yet, you know, I know a website that can help you with that. It's called schoolofpodcasting.com. But if you have a podcast, the question is, what has changed since you started your podcast? What changes, you know, have you made and why did you make those changes? What were they based on? That kind of thing. So we're looking to see what's changed because I think most people start off in one direction and they end up in another. So I'd love to hear what's changed with your podcast since you have started it. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact All the information is there. I'm actually looking for audio files because, you know, it's a podcast and I kind of like it when you send me in stuff that we can all listen to. So I deeply appreciate that. And uh, I want to thank you in advance for taking the time to uh, send that in. If you're sending it via email, you can just record an MP3 file and you can address it to Dave at schoolofpodcasting.com. Just be sure to put episode 577 in the subject line. That makes it very easy for me to sort out and kind of put it in a folder and have it all ready for that episode. So thanks so much again. The question is, what has changed since you started your podcast? What did you base those changes on? And uh, just give us the behind the scenes of how things have changed. Thank you so much. And that is going to do it for today's show. So today we talked about some things that maybe as a podcast we should think about. Really, our goal is to hold people's attention. Now, I call that entertaining. We can do that by having a little practice, knowing where we're going. And the cool thing about where our kind of analogy today of, of looking at entertainers that are performing live, we're not. So when things go horrible, we can cut them out. Isn't that cool? You don't have to worry about sounding stupid. Listen to your audience. Give them what they want. Of course, making sure that what you're giving them is in alignment with your goal. Don't forget the power of you. And if you're on SoundCloud, for the love of God, what's it going to take to get you to leave? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Don't forget, if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start, use the coupon code LISTENER. That'll save you on your first month when you sign up. And uh, I got to give you a little behind the scenes why the show is, uh, A, probably going to be a little late today, and B, short. I'm in tremendous amounts of pain. I have, uh, I'm have. i a musician. I'm not a, 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 I'm not a big fan of manual labor. I don't, I don't run from it. I didn't run from it today. And I went over to help my brother put in a lawn in his front lawn. He had had some trees taken out. We had to put grass down where the trees used to be because tree roots are fun. And uh, we're using this rototiller that basically turns up the soil. My arms are completely worthless right now. I mean, just completely worthless. I also suffer from sun poisoning. I mean, when I'm out in the sun, I get these little red dots that make me itch. Now, luckily, I was smart enough to put on sunscreen, but uh, the back of my legs got fried. So that'll be fun sleeping tonight. And I'm just, but oh, that was the other thing. I stood last night to get that front row seat at King's X. 
I was on my feet standing still from 5.30 to 1 in the morning. So I am just toast right now. So thank you so much for listening. And next week, I'm going to have a couple interviews coming up in the future. But if you have a topic that you would like to hear, simply go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. I would love to hear from you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next week, class is dismissed. Take care and God bless.